And there we have it. Boom, it is Tuesday. And you know what that means. It's Triumph Tuesday. I'm so excited. It's such a good feeling when you know some people have triumphed. And we're going to chat about that. But this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live from a bright, sunny blue sky, Vero Beach, with two... This does. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva. And so many things, <laughs> excuse me, happening on this Triumph Tuesday. Um, first, we want to give a shout out to a very um, special family um, that has just suffered a loss of their mom, who was um, just like an aunt to us and, and my mother's best friend since I think it was third grade. Yeah, actually fifth grade. It's fifth grade. Fifth grade. And Victor's godmother, our brother's godmother. That's right. Victor's godmother, Elvira Bannon, passed away um, with her family um, by her side the other day. We're sending you all love and hugs during this very difficult time, and they are just <laughs> battling so many different things, um, and just our heart goes out to you. Now, on to Triumph Tuesday. Um, Carol Sue, what are you triumphing over? Well, I was triumphing over that my new microphone is working, but now I'm not so triumphing because, you know, you have a little spongy thing that goes on top of it and it's black and I have a black desk and Lordy, it fell off, but oh, well, as long as you can hear me loud and clear, that is all that matters. And I know that you I, can. I hear, I hear you. And just keep in mind that I can always mute you at any point. <laughs> That's true, but I can unmute myself too. So keep that in mind. But any hoot, um, yeah, triumphing. Gosh, there were so many, so many little wins. And I think the little wins are what catapult me. I don't know about you out there, our listeners and our audience. The little wins, the little triumphs actually catapult you to the bigger ones, the bigger vision, the bigger drive, the bigger passion. And there was a couple things that I triumphed over. I uh, played pickleball for three hours straight, actually a little bit over three hours straight. Uh, so that was a new record for me. And I actually really kind of put it out there with, they were, they were showing different rackets that you can use. And I was a little intimidated because even though mostly everyone on plane are beginners, they're really good, what I consider good beginners. They're really not beginners. They've been playing for a while, even though they play in the beginners side of the court. So I was a little intimidated because now they're asking me to try different rackets. Of course, part of it is they're selling some of their product. So I'm always open to an opportunity. I'm always open to learning something new about a product. So it's a little intimidated because the first, probably the first two or three games, I had a lot of difficulty and I kept saying, oh, it's the racket, it's the racket. And then I was playing with my friend Gina and we were cracking up because we were both just sucking. The first three games, we just sucked bad. And what I realized was that for some people, and, and Gene and I were in that category, we need actually more time to warm up before we kind of get our game on. Now, some people, you know, with the experience, you know, and I wonder if it, our audience can relate to this. I think they can. The more experience you have, things kind of come, I, I don't want to say they come easy, they come more natural to you because you've adapted, you've, you've, you, you've learned that habit. So it's just more of a natural flow for you, whether it's working out, whether it's even jogging, jogging, there's an art to that as well. So kind of the old fashioned practice makes perfect. 
So what I found was it's okay to suck. And that I triumphed over saying it's okay to suck. You know, we all can't be good and great from the get-go because part of the journey is getting the get to get to the good. So I just kind of embrace that I'm one of those players that probably does need two or three games to really, really warm up my body because there is a lot of movement in it. It's uh, a similar game to tennis, but not as, um, you know, the court isn't as big. So I think I triumphed over that. What did you triumph over? I triumphed over many, <laughs> excuse me, many different things. Um, I don't even know where to begin. I'm kind of chuckling to myself, but it's all good. I think you have to look at different triumphs too as it's something as simple and it really is about the simplicity and not making it out, for instance, to be more difficult than it should be. So what I mean by that is it could be something as simple as clearing off your desk. Yeah, that's something I need to be doing right now. At the end of your day, you know, clearing off your desk to make it nice and presentable for yourself for when you come to your your desk the next morning. So, you know, I think that's always a great way to start your day. And I feel that I've, I've really been triumphing um, over that. And uh, yeah, so... You know, a lot of great things happening. Um, my gosh, a lot, of, lot of good things, and wow. Yeah, and I and I think part of part of the the triumph is sometimes we don't give ourselves credit for the little triumphs, and I, and that's why I keep saying over and over again, the little triumphs bring you to that bigger triumph. So you know, for someone that's been you know, that has a disability, whether it's physical and it's a struggle to get out of bed, but today they were having a good morning. There may be, uh, they have an autoimmune issue. And a lot of times that affects your joints, your muscles, that kind of thing. For them to get out of bed is a triumph. Now for us that don't think about getting out of bed, no biggie, right? But for somebody that has those kinds of issues, that's a huge triumph. How about you know, someone in a more serious situation where they're in a, a rehabilitation, you know, maybe they've, they've broken a foot, maybe they've um, broken, a, you know, a severe injury, and they really have to rehab to get their body back. And it may be as simple as, you know, maybe they, maybe they lose the feeling in their hand, and they have to learn all over how to hold a pen or hold a toothbrush. That is a huge triumph. That's a big triumph. You know, maybe it's as simple as I've been playing around with this recipe for 30 years and I didn't give up and I finally figured out what the missing ingredient was or was trying to duplicate a close to a proprietary blend maybe. And you kind of wanted to duplicate, you know, that same taste, that same flavor. And you finally figured it out and you kept at it and kept at it. Now, for some, that may be like, that's not really a triumph, but it is for that person that really put in the inspiration and the passion to kind of figure it out from trial and tribulation. That's a triumph. Uh, a triumph could be that hmm, you've been looking at that treadmill and it's collecting dust and you finally went to dust it and then you say, hey, maybe I should get out and turn it on and see if it works. 
that initiation of actually getting physically on the equipment and turning on the button, that's a triumph because maybe you were intimidated. That's why I was collecting dust all the time because you're afraid to use it. You're afraid to actually put yourself out there and say, you know what? I need to get my healthy on. So there are so many mindset. Mindset's another key piece of triumphing. If you are constantly bombarded with, you know, negative vibes or, you know, I heard a great quote last uh, sometime yesterday. I can't remember exactly when it was. And I would so love to have my greens this morning, but I can't find my cap on my messy desk. Now that's, that is a problem. I'll find it eventually somewhere. But anywho, I heard this really, really good quote. And it, again, this kind of goes with mindset. You know, if you are with people that don't have belief in you, that don't believe that you could be a winner, it's okay to kind of say, hey, hasta la visa, baby. I'm going to go with people that do believe with me, that do believe that I can win, that do believe I can succeed. That takes courage. That's a huge triumph, don't you think? Yes, and it's the little things that mean a lot that are typically on everybody's long to-do list. I mean, think of that feeling when you actually go to your to-do list and cross it off. That's good. Mm-hmm. It does. So those are the little triumphs that we're talking about, and that's why mindset on Monday is key to sometimes to jot that down. Jot that down in your planner. Um, I'm one who used to do tons of sticky notes and now I'm really trying to just use my planner for my thoughts, my mindset, for my to-do list, for things that I want to accomplish, I envision, my passion, my goals, where am I going? And frequently, you don't get to all of them. But the cool thing about it always being in your planner uh, towards, I usually try to do about 10 days left of the month. I try to review the whole month. Did I miss anything? Was there something more I could have done? Could I get to that project that I said I was going to get to, but then I had a divot and I had a pivot and I couldn't get to it? Well, maybe now I can. So setting up your four-year success each day, each week, each month, and having it journaled in a planner is a great way to see your triumphs over, over your month. And I'm challenging everyone to do that because you really, no one pats you on the back best than yourself, than your mindset, than your heart, than your soul, that you know, hey, I did this. I did this. I believed I could. I surrounded myself with people that thought I could, that helped me achieve those triumphs. So my question would be, what on this Tuesday triumph are you going to triumph about? What are you going to write in your journal? What? goal uh, did you check off maybe from the past seven days maybe even as early as yesterday maybe as early as this morning maybe it was making your bed this morning pat yourself on the back maybe you haven't made your bed in a week a month six months that would drive me insane i'm not gonna lie i'm one that has to make my bed every morning but i know some people don't try it i always say try something out of your comfort zone now is making your bed out of your comfort zone? No, but it may be out of your habit. And when you change your habit, your habits now become part of who you are and the change comes naturally. And that's when you start to see more and more triumphs. How's your tootsie, by the way, your foot? I see you wincing a little bit. 
Um, I'm doing just great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I did make my bed this morning. That was a triumph, let me tell you, because um, it was um, very challenging for me. Um, and I am a stickler, stickler about making my bed. And um, <laughs> so that was a triumph. But those little things really mean a lot. It's how you elevate your mindset, like keeping that forefront in the mind, in your mind that, okay, well, I maybe not be able to make it as fast as I can or as quick as I can or whatever, but I was able to do it. That for me was such a great feeling. And oh my God, what is she talking about making her bed? That was such a good feeling. Absolutely. Because I had to triumph over do you have the boot do, do they put a boot on you for those of our audience that don't know janet wellness diva has got a hair was it like a hairline fracture oh god you're gonna show us oh my god that looks like arnold schwarzenegger's foot <laughs> get the violins out you look like the terminator with that foot <laughs> Now that's a kickboxing foot if I ever saw one. Holy crap. Right. And the and one of the questions that I did ask the doctor yesterday, you know, we had a great conversation. She knows that I'm very, very active. Um, <laughs> so I, it, obviously I injured my foot. I have a uh, stress fracture. Um, so one of the questions that I asked her was, all right, if I am sitting down at my kickboxing bag and have my foot elevated, can I punch the bag? She says, oh yeah, she says, but I would give it a couple days before you stand up and hit the bag. And I said, I said, and I looked at her like, stand up and kick the bag with a boot? Oh, no, no, no. She, she said, I can hit the bag. But she said to give it a few days before I, I'm standing up and punching at the back. Oh, okay. See, I thought I misinterpreted that as saying, give it a few days, like, you know, you know, do what you're doing sitting down, but give it a few days before you can stand up and start kicking. I was going to be like, no, no kicking whatsoever. Right. Yeah, I would imagine. Stand up. I can be, in st I can stand by my back and hit it, but no kicking. And she said, no kicking, no rowing. Okay. You know, so you have to kind of adjust. Um, for me, I had to adjust my um, my healthy mindset on that. I'm like, uh, you know, I, I could have said, oh, boo-hoo is me and I can't do this. But instead, I'm able to still do it. I've got to wait another two or three, two days, I think, um, before I can do that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean... And the point is that you are divoting and you're pivoting to, you know, okay, I'm going to give my, my foot the necessary, um, you know, time that it needs. What is that? I get all these messages all the time. Giving your body the necessary time to, to heal because a lot of times when you are physical, whether it be playing pickleball, whether it be doing a physical activity, jogging, running, the, the weight gym, kickboxing, whatever it may be, Sometimes we tend to over, over abuse our bodies. And the key piece to that and the key triumph over that 
is to listen, listen to our bodies. Our bodies are always giving us clues on where they're at, what they need, and what they're lacking. So they always give us clues of what they need, what they're telling us basically, and, and what we're lacking, what we need. And we have to listen. We have to listen to our bodies because when we do that, it's a great way to pivot against a possible injury. I mean, you can't 100% foolproof ever mm -hmm. you know, predict when you're going to have an injury and or prevent it. But there are measures to, to hopefully try to prevent it as best we can. But you got to listen to it. So your body was telling you, as you, you know, you couldn't put weight on it. Mm -hmm. Now, some people would tape it up and use the, the, the mindset of suck it up, buttercup, and just get my workout in. But if we are not in tune and listening to our body, sometimes we could do some adverse damage. So we don't want to do that. And a typical example of that was I was in a uh, chat this morning about half your body weight in water. And a person, uh, you know, was chatting about that. And this is such great, great information. As a rule of thumb, it's a big triumph to drink half your body weight in water. For, for the most part, it's okay, but there are some people that cannot, I repeat, cannot and should not drink half their body weight in water. So what I tell people is don't just automatically start drinking half you know, half your body weight in water unless you know you've already fit, you don't have any medical issues. There are some people that might have kidney issues, uh, you know, liver issues, stomach issues, that that's not a realistic attainable goal for them, not because they mentally can't do it, but because their body won't allow it. So don't just automatically soon, because sometimes you hear so much medical, you know, good, healthy information, and you think, oh, I could do that. It's great to have that mindset. So what I tell people is if you're unsure, if you've never taking a day where you've drank half your body weight in water, don't start out that way. You know, increase it, figure out where your halfway goal would be and go half of that and see how your body reacts to it. Because some people actually have an underlying issue that they're not even aware of. And then all of a sudden they jump all in with drinking half their body weight in water and then they're having stomach cramps, they're having multiple issues not realize that, oh, I do have an underlying issue. I didn't know my kidneys were weak or my kidneys couldn't handle it or, or my liver or my stomach. Sometimes you'll get almost like a burning sensation. And I found that out for myself because as many of our listeners know, I am an intermittent faster. So that means I do not break fast till probably two, the general rule of thumb for me is about between two and three in the afternoon. But when I found I was drinking a gallon of water or half half my body weight in water, which is really not a gallon, I don't think. I can't remember how much it is. Oh, we were doing that in the 75 hard. It was too much, too quick for me. And I was literally like getting this burning sensation. And when you're an intermittent faster, you have to be careful. You, you want the fluids in but you have to really be careful of how much fluid. So where I don't have those kind of issues, all of a sudden now I started to, and it really felt like I was having an ulcer. It was the same, you know, characteristics of, a, of an ulcer. And it was the lining of my stomach that was really having a hard time struggling to get all that water in. So what's best for me 
is if I'm going to do something like that, I really have to time it out. So everyone is different. So while some things seem like a healthy fad almost, or, or, or even a healthy lifestyle, which is good, you still have to respect your body. You still have to listen to your body. Don't you think, Jen? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you always should obviously check with your healthcare provider because uh, if you are drinking too much water, that also can throw off indications that you're, you're taking. It, uh, it can also throw off your electrolytes, yeah. your sodium yeah. levels, all that kind of stuff. So always check with your healthcare provider. And if you know, for instance, that you do have some underlying issues, um, even with the even when you talk with a wellness or transformation health coach, they will also tell you, yes, you need to you need clearance from your doctor to at least drink half of your body water. Yeah, because half the water. Right. And again, that's again, listening to your body and pivoting to make sure that you don't put your body into some sort of shock mode and or have an underlying issue that you don't know or you create a new issue that you you know now creating. So while some things sound really good on paper and they sound exciting and you may have family and friends that are doing it, it may not be right for you. And that is okay. And that's what we want to tell you is that we always will be authentically us. We will always kind of recommend and tell you what, what our health is all about. But at the same time, we always preach double check with your healthcare provider because that's what you should do, right? Right. Don't stress about what other people are doing. Focus on what is good for you. I mean, it's obviously very good to talk with your friends and family about, um, you know, different wellness programs or whatever you've heard um, over Facebook or your different social media platforms. Um, it's always good to get that feedback, but be your <laughs> part of it is about being your own advocate to ask those questions and you know, write this stuff pen to paper, write it down on a piece of paper. So when you do go to your healthcare professional um, for their ad advice on it, you have all your questions or your concerns written out. Well, I'm on this medication, you know, it seems like this may interfere, you know, what are your what do you think? That way that you feel so good, you triumph over that you've taken control of your wellness and had the, the mindset to, in the forefront to um, look these questions up and go to your healthcare provider with those, those questions. That's going to help you so much in the long run. It's about getting your healthy on and being, respecting yourself enough to get involved with that aspect of it. Because I think sometimes, <coughs> excuse me, sometimes we rely too much on Google. Who doesn't do a Google search? I do Google searches all the time. You yeah, know, we say that medical, what do you have that WebMD and we're all like self-diagnosing ourselves. The one thing I will say about checking with your healthcare provider is ask the questions though. Mm -hmm. Because I think too many times, especially old school, we would just go to the doctor and whatever the doctor said we did. No, if you're not comfortable with the doctor saying or you question, well, you know, I would like to, you know, have X amount of water in my diet. You're telling me, no, no, no. Is it something that I can work up to? Because it's something that I you know, want to make sure I'm okay. But can I do, you know, a quarter of my weight? What can I do? Don't take verbatim what they say, because a lot of people don't understand that a doctor is not a nutritionist. They're a doctor. And the nutritionist and the doctor are two different things, although obviously doctors do have do take nutritional courses. Um, so it's best to question, as, uh, you know, 
Don't feel like you can't because they're the physician. You're the patient, but you're your best advocate for you. Right. So it's about not only hearing what you're writing on the paper, it's really uh, relating and making that connection and listening to what your body <laughs> excuse me, is telling you. That's what it's all about, being your own advocate. Um, so much, excuse me, so much good stuff. And, you know, we also talk about how we start our days and this and that. I made my bed. That was a triumph. And I'm very, very happy about that. Um, but I do also want to point out, for instance, um, it's just something I observed about myself this morning. Now, I typically don't eat anything in the morning. I, I fast as much as possible. So I had ate a little something and now my stomach is like, so that's, you know, I've got to listen to that. So <laughs> if I'm hungry, you know, I'm always, I always have my water bottle, you know, have some water, let that kind of quell the, that, oh my God, I, I'm a little hungry kind of thing. Because, because chances are, it's not that you're that hungry. It's that your body needs that water to hydrate. That's really what my body needed I'm, I'm positive of that but that's a good lesson to learn absolutely and the other key piece too when you're eating sometimes we don't allow our bodies for the food to actually absorb in our stomach so say you're having a plate of food then you have dessert you're like oh, i'm so hungry give your body a chance to actually get the food in your stomach and chances are if you eat a little bit slower and give your time for that food, to, that nourishment to hit your belly, chances are you're not gonna go for that second serving. If you just give yourself, allow your, your body to respond to the nourishment that you just gave it. And good point on that too as well. Look at some of these dinner plates and I, and I always talk about dinner plates and, you know, with some of my uh, health coaching clients and they're like, what? heck you know and and i get it but here's the thing have you seen some of these dinner plates that a lot of them do not fit in your cabinet cabinet not only that but you know where it's now spilling over to paper goods like i happen to look at holiday wear you know paper goods and you know what's cool is obviously the square the square plate and i'm looking i thought is this a stack of platters and they're, they're not, they're actually, and sadly, marketing and manufacturing companies are making things larger, giving you the perception that you have. I mean, how many things, you gotta fill your plate up. I say, go for the dessert plate. Mm -hmm. If they still make them, they do. And really, because it's really about portion control, you still can enjoy all good foods and some foods that, you know, maybe are a little bit rich or maybe a, a little bit of a splurge, it's all about portion control. You do not need to fill that big plate. I know. And the funny thing about that is I, for instance, like different holidays or whatnot, I will typically go for the smaller plate. Or if it's a bigger plate, I focus on the inner part of it and try to keep it in with that. Now, funny thing is, <laughs> with certain foods, I don't like, I know I have some weird quirks with my food. Some foods I don't like touching other foods. There's a there, there's a play for that. It's called a kitty play. 
and they have like little sections. Maybe you should have a kitty plate. <laughs> Remember the baby plate where the peas were in one little area, the carrots were in another, and the right. goulash, you know, rice or whatever. And then if you have leftovers, for God's sakes, if you're with a group of people, your leftovers need to go in a separate bag because your food gets contaminated. Blah. She's talking about fish. <laughs> I know she's talking about fish. Well, the sense of food that, that does transcend into a bag of, if you've got multiple. So that is true. But on that fun note, it is Triumph Tuesday. What are you going to triumph? Listeners, audience, who are you going to triumph over to help them triumph over something? Because when you impact yourself, you want to also make sure that you're imprinting others. So how are you going to do that today? What are you going to triumph over? Let us know. We would love to hear your comments your suggestions and we are super excited for today it's a gorgeous day outside i'm not sure how it is in the northeast but here it is uh, a nice blue sunny day and i'm definitely getting out to uh, absorb some of that vitamin d for sure tomorrow is wealth wellness wednesday what will we have planned who knows what will the topic be obviously it'll surround all around uh, wellness, wealth, and how that culminates into Wednesday and how we can do that. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. And I am Janice, a.k.a. Um, wellness Diva. Almost forgot there for a moment. And from a doom and gloomy North Haven, Connecticut day, but it's all good because you make your own sunshine, even with a boot to boot. On that note, have a great day. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye, everybody.